Erica. Hi, Zoe. We're back with some bonus tracks. Yeah, because there was so much to discover and learn at the Consumer Discovery Show at FounderMade that we actually had more conversations that we wanted to run and share with everybody. So we have three more here, we've right? Got three okay. more to share. From Yasso frozen yogurt, amazing Greek yogurt on a stick. Yeah. Frozen. Super delicious. Uh, really is. The pistachio was my favorite. Yeah, that was really good. And I had the peanut butter, which I'm never mad at anything peanut butter flavored, but that was particularly good. Yeah, peanut butter is not the best for me. But so, um, pistachio. Uh, so anyway, that was um, Drew Harrington, who's the founder of Yasso. We sat down, we talked to him. Yes, we had a lovely chat with Sonia Ortiz from Malk Organics, and they are doing fun things with nut milk over at Malk. Get it? Milk, milk. Just so many puns here. Just, so just much nuts and pressed and milk. And anyway, it's really good, actually. It's a great yeah, brand. It's yeah. tasty. And then we met with Dustin Finkel. Dustin Finkel is the founder of Kapop. Kapop. Kapop chips, which is like made with ancient grains. Yeah. He kind of reminded me of like Tony Robbins. Yeah. He's he like had a big force of nature. Big presence. Yeah. Very positive. Very lot of energy. Yeah. Um, and makes a good Kapop chip. He makes some Kapops. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that was that was a fun chat. It was it was good. It was they're quick, they're dirty, they're easy. It's a good listen. They have some gems of wisdom. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and I think again, Founder Made is really a great place for people, you know, new entrepreneurs with really early stages that maybe aren't ready to go for like the big time trade shows, but really want to get in front of some retailers and distributors and have great conversations as well as learn some stuff because they put really great panels together. So it's coming up. Founder Made is in Santa Monica, October 4th. There is still time to get tickets and people need to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sign up, guys. Yeah. All right. Have a listen. So we got Drew Harrington, co-founder of Yasso. Is that correct? Co-founder? Correct. Yes. Awesome. Started with my best friend. Oh, nice. Welcome. Thank you. Your best Um, friend from? Kindergarten. Oh, whoa. That's awesome. 1991 Parkview Elementary School. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you guys. Thank you. Well, thanks for being here at Founder Made. Of course. Um, we are Highway to Well podcast, and we are just going to play like a quick, fun lightning round of right. some like fun questions. Okay. So you know, anytime you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Wait, before we do this, are you Greek? I am not. Okay. No, we're just entrepreneurs and figured we could use Greek yogurt. You're like everyone else is. I'm, I am Greek, so if nice. you ever need someone to authentically rap, I'm more than happy to let right. my... Right, if you need you like go. a Greek coach I'm, on any of your authenticity. And, yeah. So our brand name is Yasso, but it actually originated from the word Yasu, which Yasu. is a friendly way to cheers yes. or greet someone. So. Yasu de Ganes Oh, very <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well done, Zoe. Thank that you. beautiful. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, let's just, uh, you know, start off with a quick warm-up. So um, what is the best piece of business advice you've ever gotten? Surround yourself with very talented people that can complement your weaknesses and trust your instinct and have fun. I like it. We've gotten similar advice. Yeah, I think (laughs) fill in your holes is supposed to be it. Yeah, I think that's actually how I put it, which is gross. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, next question. What is your greatest indulgence? You're allowed to say Greek yogurt, by the way. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's like chocolate Greek yogurt. I'd say um, chocolate. Okay. Just in general. Dark chocolate, even specific Dark chocolate. kind. Yeah. I like um, it's a brand called Made Casey, I think it is. Uh, they do a sea salt almond bar. Nice. You crush those. That's things. pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Is this like a daily indulgence or? Yeah, usually. That's All right. The point of indulgence. That's right? how you do it. Yeah. Totally. You can't have a weekly indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> what is the weirdest thing in your fridge right now? Dog bones. Oh. Yeah. Like bones for a dog. Yeah, for a dog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh, My, obviously. Very fresh. fresh. Yeah. 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 Very what nice it, dog what, bones. What is it made of? It's just. Like uh, just, we just get it from the local butcher. 
Whatever the highest price one is. That is some animal love. Yeah. See, when I'm feeling Treat like... Treat them very well. Yeah. When I'm feeling generous, I do that type of thing, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What is the worst thing anyone has ever said to you in business? You don't have to say who it was, <laughs> unless you want to. <laughs> Probably you'd never make it. I think that was one of our first Someone meetings. really said that to yeah, you? Yeah, twice, actually. A retailer Fuck and that. then a, a, a co-packer. Um, and he actually slammed a, uh, a magazine on the desk, and it said um, the biggest ice cream novelties of 1997. And then he said, you know, that's exactly what they are. Novelties just kind of are here now and they're gone later. And um, that was his way to tell us not to launch ice cream novelties, but we didn't listen to so him. So what do you want to say to that guy now? Hey, just, hey, the, the proof hey. is in the results, right? I don't How do they say, say it in Boston? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, proof is say in, the proof is in the Greek yogurt, <laughs> yeah. my friend. What is the most adventurous or like outside of your comfort zone, self-improvement, self-care thing that you've done? Last year, I was working out at a gym, um, met a trainer, this guy, Dave, and he was starting uh, an institute called Milestone Mind. And it was essentially, a, I'd say, somewhat of a self-improvement coach, but we go through a whole process that was like 16 weeks and had an enjoyable time talking with him. And it's more goal setting in a way that you just kind of walk through your goals and then you kind of develop the milestones that will get you to reach those goals. So haven't really done any like CEO coaching or anything like that, but in the element, it was really fun to be able to you know partner with someone in the life in health and wellness side of kind of working out, but then also kind of talk to them about business and, and uh, you know, personal goals and whatnot. And guys, as you know, really don't talk that much to each other. So, so that's the comfort yeah, zone that, part, That right? was the comfort <laughs> zone. Okay, yeah, right, right. Exactly. It's, it's very rare. You had, to, you had to get intimate. Yeah. You had to be vulnerable. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which can be good. Okay. What have you seen today at FounderMade that excites you? Yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff. Being on the panel this morning, learning about health aid story, Spindrift story. I know those guys from in the industry. I just felt that even being up there and being next to them, I kind of learned a lot of things from them directly in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, this podcast. Nice. Awesome. Thanks for the plug. Of course. <laughs> um, okay. So if you weren't doing this job, what would you be doing? In a perfect world, I think I'd love to be a uh, professional cyclist in Europe. I think that would be a lot of fun. God, that's, that's a good one. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a good one. On, on, on steroids or on, not on steroids? Of course, not on steroids. <laughs> no, yeah. not on steroids. Which I... It'd be probably hard to make it as a professional. Then. No, yeah, no, that's probably right. No HGH. That's probably right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just straight clean riding. Good. Yeah. That's wholesome. That would that's be the awesome. dream job, though. <laughs> um, do you have like one moment that you can think of, either good or bad, that was sort of pivotal for your business? Yeah, there were a lot, and you know, compound on each other. But um, I'd say for us, is 2014. Looking back, it was the best decision we ever made, but in the moment, it was a big one. We changed our formula and we changed our packaging all at the same time. And that's when we gravitated towards less um, reliancy on the fruit flavors and more of the everyday indulgence, like mint chocolate chip, cookie dough. And in that formula change, we went from 70 calories to 100. And in the moment, that was the biggest decision ever, right? Are people going to trade up for that extra 30? And in hindsight, I don't think people really cared all that much because at the end of the day, it was still 100 calories. It tasted awesome. Uh, the packaging was a better, more vibrant kind of brand and it all kind of worked out. And that was kind of the, 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 the moment that took it on a, a massive uh, rocket ship in terms of growth. So, That's awesome. Yeah, looking back, that was a big moment. This decision Amanda and I made and I'm grateful we did. Cool. Good for you. Thank you. Courageous. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, describe your founder made experience in five words or less. Fun. I, All right. I, 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 I did say or less. You did say, and that That's is true. One. I'd say Those inspiring are the too. It's always good to be around uh, big brands, but then also the ones that are just getting started. I just met a lady that was starting a donut company, and she was just about to give up, and I was trying to convince her to keep going. And did it. you say, do not, do not give up. Give up. Do not give right. up. Yeah. I messed up so my own joke. Hopefully, hopefully I, I <laughs> okay, inspired I have, her. I have one more question for you. 
Going off script. Go off script. Looking back, however long you want, what is the one brand or consumer product that you wish you had started or launched or come up with? What's the one idea? What's the one product? Today, I'd say WeWork is pretty cool, in my opinion. I think they disrupted an industry that needed to be disrupted. And the fact they've actually made that a brand in the lifestyle in a way, I think is just um, fantastic. And I think what they've done is um, very rare when you look at that yeah. industry as a whole. There's a lot of food brands I think have done a fantastic job. But WeWork to me is something that's completely altogether different. Cool. True. Little, true. little pro crush on WeWork. Yeah, that's exactly. awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming to play. Thank and you for having And people can find your stuff where? Everywhere. Nationwide. Yeah, Nationwide. All, all the largest retailers uh, nationwide. And on social? On social at Yasso, Y-A-S-S-O. Sweet. And how we say thank you in Greek, Efkaristo. What she said. <laughs> so welcome, Sonia Ortiz, thank Marketing you. Director of Malk Organics. Yes. Did thank I say you that for... all correct? Yes, that's okay. correct. How long have you been with them? From the beginning. Day one? Day one. What was day one? It's actually a very funny story. Um, so August, the founder, she and her brother and her cousin co-founded the company. And her brother is my boyfriend. And we worked together before Malk. And so I remember him calling me and like, my sister and I just made almond milk in her kitchen. And, and we're going to make a company. And we're just going to, we're going to explode. And we're going to make it big. And I'm like, calm down. <laughs> And he's like, well, our first farmer's market is coming up and I really would like for you to support me. And, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll show up. And I show up at 10 a.m. And like next thing I know, I'm taking cash from people and giving them change. And I, they were just swamped. And at the time I was getting my master's in PR and marketing. So I just decided to... I had a few glasses of wine. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help my boyfriend out. And I'm going to reach out to some local media. And um, so I did that before their first farmer's market. And, and they had such an overwhelming response. And we were supposed to launch in Houston in November of 2014 at our first Whole Foods. But word quickly spread throughout Texas. And then other Whole Foods like in Dallas and Austin were trying to place orders. And the Whole Foods buyers were like, this never happens right. like you guys are supposed to start in Houston how are these other people finding out that you guys even exist so that's really how I started with the company and I'm, I'm still with them that's and with the brother and with the brother four years good later yeah that's awesome that's a good one yeah yeah um all right in the family well, let's kick it off um okay so let's uh what is the best piece of business advice you've ever gotten the best piece of advice that I've ever received from anyone and I mean, really, it's been from my mom. You know, she she just basically tells me to take any opportunity just anywhere. You know, so we've I've literally tried, you know, with Malk, I had no experience in photography. I had no experience in marketing. I mean, I was studying to, you know, learn and potentially become, you know, be in, in a, the marketing director of a company. But... I've never had experience in food and beverage. And now, you know, Malk is a nationally distributed company and, and we get all sorts of praises for, you know, our marketing and branding and everything that we do. And, and it really, that goes to our entire team. None of us have any experience in the food and beverage industry. So we all basically like just say yes to almost everything yeah. because you just never know who you're going to meet. And like when you guys invited us to the, to, for me to do a podcast. I've never been on a podcast, but I'm like, yes, I'll do it. You know, if it's going to help the company. So thanks, Sonia's mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> so, 
But I, I'm just very open to trying new experiences and new um, opportunities because it's definitely opened a lot of doors for me personally and, and as a professional. Cool. Also a good rule for improv. Totally. Yes. Yes. And. And. Yes. It gets you far. Yes, why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, what is the worst thing anyone has ever said to you in business? I mean, people, so as you guys know, the name is Malk. And, you know, when we first started... I, I mean, I helped them make it. I answered customer service emails. I did all of their social media and PR. And I would say when I did customer service, that was <laughs> a challenge. And I would, I mean, people can just be really mean and we'll just leave it at that yep. where people are just like, what the hell? I hate your name. Why? <laughs> and yeah. that, I mean, That's people... All. People can yeah. just, and that's it. They they don't yeah. have like, can you guys change it or reconsider? Just like, I hate it. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, like we're like, all right. Well, you're very passionate, so I, I would say, to and that's just one. Go fuck. I you. hate your <laughs> <fucking> name. <laughs> I mean, it's just it happens, you know. But just like that, we have many customer service emails where we're like. You're really upset for no reason. Yeah, I don't you know really what we upset did about to you. something. Totally I know different. you're people, very yeah. mad right now. <laughs> um, okay, next question: What is the weirdest thing in your fridge right now? Weirdest thing in my fridge? It's probably a mock recipe that has turned into a science, like a science <laughs> experiment. Turned into a meal. I left it in there for like I don't know how long. My boyfriend Justin's always like, you have all sorts of like food experiments in there and there's like fuzz growing and I'm like yeah. sorry I needed to take a good picture <laughs> the moldy nut milk is really something very special yeah so I'm pretty really... sure I have some random stuff in there that I'm sure I there's need. like just some good bacteria or something that yeah. you could probably market you know nowadays um, everything's a probiotic so yeah. <laughs> totally totally <laughs> a probiotic um okay what is your greatest indulgence my greatest indulgence are dark chocolate donuts. Oh, what? Where'd you get those? Um, so there's a shout out to a local um, coffee shop in Houston, and they actually uh, source our coffee for our cold brew and pecan milk. And I love that I'm tying everything to milk somehow, and that's not intentional. Brilliant. <laughs> it's really not intentional. But um, there is this amazing coffee shop, and um, he started out like making donuts at this random like donut shop and it failed and then he started opening up all of these coffee shops and now they're doing well and he finally incorporated his donut passion and they have this dark chocolate donut that's also like vegan friendly oh my god but don't let that fool you it's like it's not good for you but i can eat them like every single day they're that's so amazing. good yeah i could go for a donut right now good. um what is the most adventurous outside of your comfort zone self-improvement or self-care thing that you've done self-care outside of your comfort zone outside of my comfort zone i don't i've I've been tempted to do like the vampire facial but i'm still <laughs> scared of that you guys know like i've the, seen it yeah you did it didn't you it's the I did red, an acupuncture facial. well the oh i know what you're talking about the vampire facial I, I think it's similar to acupuncture but like poke oh. you and you're bleeding and oh, yeah. it's super painful bleed. but it, you're supposed to look like fabulous in like two days or I something say the acupuncture facial fucking works because really? it just makes everything like plump up and like puff so it's like tight but, uh, there was well. no bleeding no, so that's so, um, wait, isn't there also one like where they put like slugs or no leeches on your face? No, not I, I don't think I'd do that. I think there's like a snail slime Korea. thing, but that's it's not leeches. All right, well, this also well, it looks like disgusting. you had leeches at some point. Like I've seen right. the after photos, and that's why I'm just like, 
I don't know if I'm ready yet. But <laughs> you're a little curious. But when I'm ready to do that out of my comfort zone, totally. self-care, I think that's what I'm going to try for sure. <laughs> okay. I'm blood curious. What is the most pivotal, game-changing business moment? Good or bad? Good or bad. The best one, it was, it was good and bad. When we launched nationally with Kroger, um, we had just moved into a new facility and we went from like 300 stores to 1,700 stores overnight. And wow. so we were still like incorporating new equipment. So it was still pretty hands-on. Like I was labeling bottles and we were like helping with making the, the nut milk and we were working like day and night to push out like this insane order to supply like 1200 stores at Kroger. So it was great in the sense that it, it really put us on the map and people were like, wow, how did they go from like a regional brand to a nationally distributed brand with Kroger? But it was so hard. I yeah. mean, what we thought was gonna be like, oh, we got this. I mean, it turned into like two to three weeks of just day and night working. Yeah. So it was, it was very, very, very difficult and challenging. Yeah. And that's gnarly. we cried and <laughs> we cried ourselves to sleep a lot. <laughs> so there were like actual <laughs> with organic tears, tears yes. in your nut milk. <laughs> I'm sure there were sweat and tears. <laughs> Hopefully um, no blood. So you guys are in a particularly kind of noisy, busy space. How do you stay relevant where like everyone's an expert, everybody's like, there's everybody's swimming in the same pool. How do you, yeah. you guys stay relevant? I think what makes us different is that we have a story to tell, you know, August, like I said, we don't we don't have a background in food and beverage. And August created this company for her son, who's also allergic to dairy. And our branding is completely different than what you'll see. Um, we don't have like pictures of almonds everywhere. We just kind of, we want to keep it very minimal and just transparent to show people like there's there are no pretty pictures. There's no carefully crafted sentences. It's just here are the ingredients. You know, this is what you see is what you get. And when um, we we have, I guess the packaging really helps, but also the flavor, but we've been very fortunate to have a lot of organic following with influencers and social media and, and, you know, just even in the industry, people believe in the company and the product and the people behind it. And so it's just kind of happening on its own. And we're very, very, very lucky. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. If you weren't doing this job, what would you be doing? Who knows? I mean, I was already, <laughs> I was already getting my, you know, pursuing my degree in PR. So hopefully somewhere in that space, but you know that a degree doesn't guarantee you a job. So, I mean, hopefully I would be doing the same thing somewhere else, but this is honestly like the best job I could ever have. So yeah. I, I love that's it. Amazing. Yeah. And that's kind of what you were born to do. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, so what have you seen here today that excites you? Like a product or a talk or what do you, what's your... Uh, I. The show has been insanely busy. I haven't really been able to walk around. I will say I went up to the health and wellness um, floor and there is like a cannabis or CBD lip balm company and he gave me one and it's so good. Nice. So I would say that's what I'm most excited about right now. get me some of that. Oh, it's so, it's so <laughs> soft and soothing. It's amazing. And he's super sweet too. Cool. What do you think it's going to do for you? Your CBD? I just need to chill the fuck out. You think it's going to just chill you out? <laughs> I haven't actually tried CBD I mean, yeah. I think like in my like, food and stuff, I haven't done it, but I am curious. There's a spectrum, I think, of experience with yeah. it. And some of it is more just kind of placebo and some of it actually, like I've used some of the topical stuff um, on 
muscle yeah. links in particular, and that yeah. actually really does work. And there's one product; it's not here, but there's one that I got in Colorado that um, it's like it's called Goddess Balm, and it is the greatest. That's thing That's what for they, uh, someone was telling me about. It's that amazing. What is it? It's just it's a balm, and it's it's like really high intensity CBD concentration, and you put it on your abdomen when you have cramps, and it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, yeah. that's what was happening to me at an event, and a lady, and it was in Colorado, and she's like, "I'll just have to mail you." And that's bomb. what that was. It's I'm like, so I can't. Good. How did I? <laughs> but yeah. So uh, lady bomb. Yeah. Shout out right here. I know. They need to be here. <laughs> Yay, founder made yeah. two floors. Um, describe your founder made experience in five words or less. Amazing, intense, and amazing connections. I use amazing advice, but. That's lots of good people. It's good work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, please yeah. stop by. Thank you. So, Eli Fingal's a real you person. A, you have a good voice for radio. I'm going deep. <laughs> And goes to, it actually sounds very cool on this. Thing. It does, right? You yeah. kind of get like a little hooked on the sound of. Yeah. Usually, when you hear your own voice, it's it's scary. But I like no, it on here. I'm gonna buy these headphones. Yeah, these things are great. So, is the name of the company Ancient and Grand, or the name of the company is? I, ha- I have uh, I have multiple names. How actually. Do you, I thought you were gonna say I have no. Idea. <laughs> what is this company? Oh, uh, that one. Uh, the uh, the official name. Uh, is ingrained. Okay. Um, we go by Ancient Ingrained Snack Company because that's what we really are. It's about the ancient grains, and we're also ingrained benefits. So everything mm-hmm. about this is the ingrained benefits that we bring to the market, the antioxidants, omega-3s, etc. And then the branding, as you kind of go to market, is kapop. So it's all about it. that fun. Okay. I think in the natural food category, there's a lack of fun and joy. Uh, so you get this banal branding, typically. No shit, so, man. That's why we're doing this. Yeah, and that's why... <laughs> We are kapop, and if you could see the bag, uh, which you can't see on podcasts. Here. Uh, but it looks like a sound effect. But you, what we I can go. Here, hold a kapop up to your. Okay. Let's <clears> see. <throat> I'm going to hold up the salt and vinegar kabak. and the olive oil. And the- <laughs> to your kaface. To your kaface. <laughs> so, welcome <laughs> officially, you. Dustin Finkel. Thank you. CEO and founder. CEO and, and top kapop. And top kapop. Like oh, oh like that's it. good. I'm hiring a jack of all kapops, if you know of anyone. Oh, oh Actually, we kind of might. Yeah, they have to live in Boulder. That's the one. That Boulder. sounds like a terrible thing. It's terrible. I do not pay relocation, but, you know, hey. So <laughs> you are based in Boulder. I am based in Boulder, Colorado. I'm from L.A. I've lived in seven cities, and I've been in consumer packaged goods for 15 years. Wow. Oh, wait, yeah. and when did Kapop start? Kapop Six weeks ago. April 20th, 420, <laughs> because we're in Boulder. It had to be 420. Awesome. And uh, we, I started, the first idea came in November 2016. I was actually CEO of a company called This Bar Saves Lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. You heard that Very one? familiar. Uh, started by four actors, the most famous Kristen Bell. Kristen mm-hmm. Bell. And it's an incredible company, social mission. But I uh, was doing that and uh, came up with this crazy idea. And, and lo and behold, here we are. Two nice. year, or year, Two years later, basically. Wow. Uh, Good for you. Very, very delicious. I have Thank to say. You. Pop. Thank you. So this is like our podcast. This is a pop. Oh my God, there it is. It's a podcast. <laughs> you should be in marketing. <laughs> you should um, start a juice company. I mean, you know, you sit in this room, the puns never stop. Never so. this, this room is puntastic. <laughs> it's pop puntastic. All right. So you ready for our lightning round? Oh yeah. Let's okay. do it. Dustin Finkel, what is the best piece of business advice you've ever gotten? Uh, always talk to someone on the airplane for a few minutes to see if they have good advice for you. Ooh. And then you can shut it down. I'm going to elongate this lightning round for a second. Two things. 
One, I was working at this Bar Saves Lives. I was flying back from Minneapolis from Target meeting to Denver, sat next to this guy, did this thing, and I actually got that advice from the ex-dean of business school from Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern, where I went. So did I. Northwestern. Really? Are you Kellogg? Cats. Are you no, Kellogg or undergrad? undergrad. Uh, you're smarter than I am. <laughs> um, so he always said this. Talk to, so I talked to this guy. He, this guy's like, I would invest in you. I was like, really? And if I could convince, he ended up being my first investor, this complete stranger on the plane. Oh, look at that. On the way back from Minneapolis. On the way here to New York, I sat next to an exec producer from Fox Sports who nonstop talked. My new claim to fame is he said he's been flying all over the country since 95. He sat next to Mary J. Blige, Tommy Lee, all this stuff. He said, I'm top five partners he's ever sat next to on a plane so i take that but he's going to uh okay i said i don't want to lose top five but he's going to take my chips at least told me he's going to put them in all the you know sports people's hands so we'll see if that big, big even market. if he lied to me it's made me very excited i officially <laughs> never talked to anybody on planes and now i feel like i've been doing everything wrong <laughs> well. i mean you you shut it down for like i, I would say maybe it's different as a female maybe but I mean, like that's probably right but for like two minutes literally you talk you see if there's any worthwhileness and then you shut it down. All right. Okay. I'm going to say if you're sitting in business or first. Yes. Chances are you're going to have a good conversation. You're probably going to have more. Um, You're going to have a greater (laughs) takeaway, shall we say? Okay. Next question. (laughs) Worst thing anyone has ever said to you in business on a plane or on the ground? Oh my God. Worst thing. Um, Oh my God. I don't know. Worst thing someone's ever said to me. Uh, Words of discouragement. Uh, Actually, I used to work at Goldman Sachs and someone told me, you have to be more plain vanilla to to uh, be successful here. And I thought that was the, the worst thing anyone ever said. That is the dumbest fucking thing oh, I've yeah. ever. <laughs> it was my boss at Goldman Sachs said you need to be more vanilla, and that's when I knew investment mm, banking was go. probably not going to be for me. Later. You're like, I stayed another few years, but yeah. it took two years for that advice to kick in. Okay, what is the weirdest thing in your fridge right now? I love these questions. Uh, my fridge, probably something molding and dying. Um, <laughs> Mold is a common theme. Uh, Here in wellness, we call that fermentation. Fermentation, that's right, kombucha. <laughs> um, the weirdest thing in my fridge, good Lord. Uh, we call that a trade-up. Is it gross? Beet, is it weird? Beet extract. Oh. Beet extract. All right, then. Did you extract it yourself? No. Um, I squeezed really hard. That's <laughs> uh, how I get muscles. I squeeze beets. Um, no, I found it. I thought I would try. I like to try all the weird. Actually, even better. I found this turmeric beet extract. Mm. Matcha thing. That's probably even weirder. But I do, actually. I love trying everything new. Hence why I actually tried, not that it was weird, Blueprint very early in the process. <laughs> That's why I tried Seriously. your weird shit. <laughs> really? I, was, I feel like I was one of the first, I mean, it was a long you time ago. You were an early adopter? I was a very early adopter. Okay, I read it? it, I saw it, and they paid a crap ton of money to yep, ship it to, and LA. to Denver, LA, wherever the hell I lived at the time, Atlanta, New York. And uh, I loved it. It was great. Um, so I always like to, I, I kind of feel like I'm at the forefront. So I've always done a lot of nutrition. I've tried every diet out there, Whole30. I do pretty much keto now, uh, paleo. Uh, I did Atkins at one time. I like to try. You've and definitely both. got some weird shit in your fridge. Oh then. Yeah. yeah, I just can't. Uh, to me, it's not weird. That's right. the problem. Right. I'm like, <laughs> right. I, What's weird? Weird. It wouldn't be in your fridge. If it's yeah, weird. it's yeah. my. I don't have anything normal in my fridge. Right. What's the most normal thing in your fridge? I don't water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is the most normal thing? Equally difficult question. What is the most weird thing in your guys's fridge? Turn this around on you. Uh, I have some fermented pickled fish from uh, Tokyo in 2016 that is still good for the next two years, but it's weird looking. I kind of want to try that. Yeah. That sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> what about you? God, I don't know. Someone just told me that ghee is apparently weird having your fridge. No, ghee is not weird I at know. All. The weirdest thing, I think, in my fridge is probably the hot sauce that your husband made the other day <laughs> and put it in a bottle. 
and was, branded is it, it edible? with a it's, sharpie. Yeah, it's totally edible. It's just um, it looks like it shouldn't be, but is it's it made actually, in an FDA approved facility. Absolutely not. It was made <laughs> in our kitchen. <laughs> okay, next. Did I ask the question, Erica? No, or is I did. It your it's turn? your turn. It's okay. the fourth question. I want God damn, no one numbered these. <laughs> What's your greatest indulgence? As a keto person. So I have what's called the IFK, which is the inner fat kid. Um, So when I go to town, I go to town. And there's two things that I love more than anything. Ice cream and pizza. Mm. Freaking love them. I never eat them. I love them. I (laughs) tour. So I'm a big CrossFit guy. I'm also a CrossFit instructor. I'm just going to say you teared up a little bit just then when you talked about Especially being in pizza. I'm in New York. (laughs) You said pizza and ice cream. New York, pizza. Oh, God. And so... I tore my pec, AC joint, and bicep all at the same time doing a working out. And in what CrossFit? In CrossFit, um, it was my. Don't, it's not a CrossFit. It was my issue. But so I had about ten weeks where I couldn't do anything, and I decided for those ten weeks I was just going to go to town. And I shit you not, at least once per day, at least. And many times, at least twice per day, I had both pizza and ice cream for 10 straight weeks. Come here. Gained, <laughs> High five. <laughs> oh, yeah, I gained <laughs> roughly 40 pounds. So I'm about 6'6", 245 right now. I went up to like, I didn't get, change my height, didn't necessarily change. I was 6'6", <laughs> and about 270-something. And uh, But I also knew I have the mentality and the focus I could lose it. I So I had... Oh, and you fantastic. enjoyed the ride. Oh, it was fantastic. God, it was that's good for you, huh? God, pizza. Good for I mean, I was you. even dominant. I was like, whatever. I'll take it where I can get no it. No standards. Yeah. No, none. 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 This right. was like. The bar was low. Like, two, this is five twos make a 10. You know what I mean? This was. <laughs> you were for a solid month. You were like, Papa John. Oh, yeah. You were like, there you go. get the door. It's definitely <laughs> Domino's. Pizza has these cheesy bite pizzas. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> more, more crap, the better. Oh, my God. All right. What is, I feel like this is going to be a good one, knowing your background now. <laughs> What's the most adventurous or outside of your comfort zone thing you've done for self-improvement or self-care? You know, I, I, all kidding aside, I actually read a lot of, I don't even know what you call them, self-help books. Um, self-care, I, I think we call yep. it now. Self-care. Is that the PC word? <laughs> yeah. Self-care. Self-care. And in the business realm and personal, I really love reading these things. And I am such a dork. I take notes. And then I write down cliff notes and then I send them to the author. <laughs> and you'd be surprised how many authors actually respond. That's awesome. Yeah, I've actually gotten authors to respond to me like, this is great. And I've had conversations with these people. It's been phenomenal. Um, so it's not so much outside my comfort zone. I love reading this stuff. And, you know, I really do try and get something out of each one. Change the question a bit. The, a great book I just read was Never Split the Difference. It was written by the ex-head of FBI negoti- Global uh, Negotiations. And it was about negotiating. But he kind of takes this whole yes, yes, or win-win mentality and throws it out the door. And he's like, look, the way he opens the book is win-win would be me wanting to wear black shoes, you wanting me to wear brown shoes, and me wearing one black and one brown shoe. That's that's a win-win, but it's a terrible solution, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all about the best solution in the situation. There's some techniques in there that are foolproof. That's a great one. And then there's what's called- Does it work on children? Uh, Does it work during breakfast time? Uh, it's more about with women or no, I'm just joking. Women, uh, God, you know. NLP. Have you ever heard neuro linguistic programming? That's another crazy one. No. So that's all about how we all resonate with different. So if I say something and 
cock my head a certain way mm-hmm. or blink my eye. Like we all resonate subconsciously to this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's how do you tap into people's heuristics and ways they respond to things. Go on. Influence that's them. Really, yes. That's really interesting. I've completely, you guys don't know, you're hypnotized. Yeah, I don't mean um, that. <laughs> There's some weird mind control I'm show going for pizza right and ice cream right yeah. now. You what, guys, Erica? eat kapop. Eat <laughs> WWW. Okay, we have, we have a much longer interview. I know. That, I feel that like is ahead of that us. Needs that needs to happen. Okay. That you need to come into the yes, studio Yes, I would for. love to. Because I, I want to talk to you about your obvious mind control shit yes. you're doing right now. Yes. And I also want to get your reading list because clearly you have a lot, you have even more. I'll just send you I my should've... cliff notes. How about that? You totally. save yourself the time you know and just read my notes. I'm going to take a picture of my bedside table right now. <laughs> you could see is it and Fabio just, it and... Is, no, no, no. It is like eight to ten self-improvement books and one Sarah Gilbert, <laughs> Elizabeth Gilbert. <laughs> or Elizabeth yeah. Gilbert. Well, that you just somebody. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you I, don't, gotta, I don't even know who that is. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love. You don't need to know. Oh, it's fine. God. Great book. No, I haven't read it. <laughs> That's a little surf and turf. On Dark. What's that? Too. What's the big one? Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. No, Are no, they no, on like no, 51 yet? I'm not. 52? I don't care about those. Right. Shades. Okay. Seems <laughs> We just got Fifty Shades of Self-Help. So. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. Okay. Um, Erica, did you ask that I did. I did. Okay. Here's your next question. Okay. Good or bad? The most pivotal, game-changing moment in your business. And you're in, very in this, new, and you're very business? new. Might have just been on this flight like two days ago. Right no. now, with you guys, obviously, yes. number one. How has no one else answered like that? That's the right answer. First <laughs> off, wait, you've interviewed other people. What? Nope. That's, okay. First um, honestly, stuff like this is so. I, I love, I love when I meet new people and get a chance to share the story. So this is awesome. I'd say the number one most pivotal thing is there were dark times coming. I, I've been in the world for 15 years of CPG. In the last two years doing this, I've learned more and made more mistakes than I had in the past you know, 13, 14 years. And there were days where I thought the whole thing was going to implode. And, was, and, and somehow there's always kind of the light, the next group of people investing, investors. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be a piece of cake to raise money considering my background and who I know and all this ah. stuff. And pre-revenue, I had no idea how hard pre-revenue raising would be. Yeah. And uh, you know, the amount of support I've gotten from people people doing things for pennies on the dollars, people jumping in and supporting me, the amount of people who are like, you really have something here. You know, when you guys come or people here are like, at least seemingly genuine, be like, I, I really think you got something. Those little moments, or when I see someone buy a bag, mm. it's just, those, all those little moments are, are huge to an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Huge to an entrepreneur. And I, I would also encourage, I do a lot of the demos myself at this stage. I've learned more doing demos about my brand. And oh, there's yeah. something so uplifting about feedback. doing it's that. Amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's uplifting if it works. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and it's, if and it so doesn't, far, then there's an opportunity yeah. to and do And it's a learning, different. and you're yeah. learning, exactly. Um, okay, so how do you feel like, I mean, you're still kind of, you're, you're still really pushing up the hill right now, but how, how do you plan to stay relevant in this space that's getting increasingly noisy and crowded? So it's interesting. I, I was doing another interview and they asked the one thing you would give advice to an entrepreneur. And I said differentiation, constantly differentiate and communicate the differentiation. So that's why I actually named to the earlier question about naming my brand. I've named it in a way that I can continue to evolve. I didn't pigeonhole myself into one ingredient. I didn't pigeonhole myself into one focus. So ancient ingrained can go into a thousand different ways or just ingrained. So Staying relevant with flavors, right? Staying relevant with snacks that are growing. Even the type of grains I use or the type of ingredients. Honestly, you just got to be okay evolving. I teach at University of Colorado Boulder a marketing and business class also. And the big thing I talk to them about is, is staying relevant. So the examples, you know, you always talk about like, what, okay, Apple, the iPhone. 
going to turn this back on you as a, as a case question. What, what things has Apple iPhone basically made obsolete in the world that we used to do every single day? Or smartphones in general. Right, I mean, like cameras. using five different devices exactly. to get information or to accomplish a task. You don't need cameras anymore. You don't need GPSs anymore. You don't need I, I music players say, anymore. Having a real conversation. Yes, that too. Well, that's made that obsolete. <laughs> that's the unfortunate part. That's the dark side. But, but the point is, is you know, Garmin, you know, where right. were they to stay? Or Sony totally Walkmans obsolete, or yeah. uh, Kodak, you know, all these, all right. these companies. So. I don't know if that answered your yeah, question. Yeah, totally. Or I just completely spun it no. what I wanted. But. <laughs> totally. Think, think, think bigger. I mean, think broader. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, agree. Totally agree. Good. If you didn't, we'd be in an arm <laughs> We'd have a fight. really awkward. Let's arm wrestle. Quiet <laughs> Actually, here's my next question. An arm wrestling competition. Who do you think would win? Myself or Erica? Just saying. <clears throat> wow. You both are, are very fit women. Um, she looks... Here's why... You're creating an obstacle, an I know, optical I'm illusion here. Put your hardest. arms, like, go like this. I'm trying my hardest. I go air, it, longer arms. Yeah, I think the longer arms helps. That's leverage. Two votes for me, it's zero leverage. for you. And the reality is I would lose very quickly and very poorly. Oh, in fact, so in the past she has. That's true. Saying. It has happened. Well, you know what? You <laughs> do a good job marketing yourself. I like it. It's that sweater. You can't really see the guns. <laughs> you can't see the guns. Well, I don't want to intimidate people. I, I mean, know. That's, that's really why I'm wearing this sport true. jacket. I exactly. take this off. Everyone runs away. You know what I'm talking about. That's right. If you weren't doing this job, what would you be doing? I think we already answered that. You would be a trainer. I, uh, if I weren't in, uh, honestly, we if I weren't in that. business, I would love to be a trainer or a fitness person or own a CrossFit gym or something like that. Probably be, I was CEO of other natural food companies. I'd probably be back in that world working for private equities or be a CEO of some company. Um, but I'll tell you what, after doing entrepreneurship, I don't know how you could ever go back to, to doing something else. It's, I know. As hard as this is, and this, that's why we had to get the band back together. I know. It's, it's can't hard. Imagine doing you guys else. are going to be crazy successful with this. Um, oh. I just hope to be a recurring guest. Obviously. Is this part like, of your mind thing again? Yes, <laughs> he's doing it. Recurring guest. Recurring guest. Recurring guest. Recurring guest. <laughs> it's not even subliminal. He's just fucking saying <laughs> it. Kapop. Kapop. <laughs> Kapop. Um, okay. Well, what have you seen? Did I mention today? recurring guests? Uh, sorry. No. I didn't. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. We I couldn't hear anything with my headphones. Um, what have you seen today here that excites you? What I'm impressed by is that, you know, it's like going to other events and just seeing entrepreneurship in action. Like, it's so cool. And I used to be so envious of this. In Boulder especially, I call Boulder the Silicon Valley of natural foods. Like, you yes. walk up and down, it's just all natural foods and private equities that support them and the infrastructure. And I used to be so jealous of all these people that had an, had an idea and followed it and took the risk and leaped in. And, and naturally, Boulder, which is a big group out there, which you guys yeah. should check into, they do a spring fling and a fall pitch slam. In Fall Pitch Slam, you have these young companies pitch their ideas to investors, and it's just so inspiring to see people, whether or not, honestly, I think it's a good idea or a terrible idea, that yeah. they're following their dreams and they're going after it, and uh, I just think that part's cool. Nice. Yeah. Also, Kapop. Have I mentioned kapopsnacks.com? <laughs> I'm sorry, what company are you representing? Uh, kapopsnacks.com. And if you go on our website and type in Top Kapop, you can save 15% or more off your car insurance. No, just 15% just <laughs> off my products. Amazing. That is very good to know. Thank you. In five words or less, your founder-made experience has been... Amazing. Kapoptastic. 
recurring guest tastic. <laughs> um, it's been uh, it's been great. I, I've had a great time today. Top of the kapops. Top of the kapop. That's right. And you guys, honestly, thanks for having me. This has been yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks hopefully you'll come back. Yes. I would love to. We need to do full. And we'll do a more full deep dive. Uh, full. Thorough I, I, investigation. I think yeah, I'm like 50% like you enjoy this. 50% you never will have me back. But either way, I had a great time. So <laughs> this, has been, this has been great. Listen, either way, I'm going to go buy a <laughs> kapop. Kapop. Thank you. Thank you, guys.